Welcome back to the Stay Room Only podcast, episode 117. Uh, this week, jam-packed episode. We have MLB predictions, full season. We have our choices for this week. And also, we're jamming in NBA playoff predictions. While we're talking, I might as well go back and listen to our preseason predictions. I wonder if I saved that all. Because there's... We could go over the standings in that sense. The Lakers, we both had pretty high and how that changed. Oh, yeah. there, there's been some surprise teams like the Grizzlies finishing top top of their their league. Anyways, though, you can follow the podcast, SR Only Pod, on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And then you could follow our personal pages. Mine is at the Healy Six, Twitter and Instagram. And I am iGoose with four O's. Go ahead, hit that follow button. Check us out. Also, Spotify, if you're listening, I know we mentioned in the last couple of episodes, go ahead and tune in. You can actually see video feedback um, as though you're watching on YouTube or whatever, uh, straight from the Spotify application. So check that out as well. Yeah, video feed on Spotify. Pull it up. We're going to start off with baseball, though. Baseball season has started. We're like five games into the season for most teams. Other teams have four. But it doesn't really matter. It's not like we're six games in the NFL season doing this. There's a lot more to be played. And some teams that have a bad record right now who could be one and three, they could easily finish the year with 90 wins. <laughs> Baseball is just a very weird sport when it comes to who wins and who loses. We're going to give our divisional picks or wild card picks from each league in our World Series matchup and winners. I, I'm ready. I am ready for that. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think I was more excited, minus the fact that the Sox lost in their home opener or in their, their season opener. But I'm excited for baseball. Do you want to start off with AL or NL? first let's start off with let's start off with the nl they took home the ship last year so let's start off with the nl we'll go uh nl east we'll do the west actually east central west let's go in order mm -hmm. and then of course we'll slide over to the al division or yeah so I, i'm gonna let you take the honors on this one first okay okay before I get into that, have you seen any NL games recently or start off the season? The only games that I watched were a little bit of Cubs games so far in between downtime at work mm -hmm. uh, and Suzuki hitting multi multiple you know, home runs and whatnot. That's, that's all I've really seen besides Sox, White Sox, so... I went to the home opener for the Cubs, and it is a little weird having the DH in the National League. I'm so used to being at games and being like, all right, this inning, a guy reaches base. All right, the pitcher's going to come up soon. No, not the case anymore. That's Nine usually hitters. like, that's my cue to go to the restroom and get more drinks or food. Don't have that anymore. Yeah, one through nine, all good start off in the nl east as stacked as that division is i am gonna go with the atlanta braves again 
They're going to get Ronald Acuna back at some point. They lost Freddie Freeman, but they got Matt Olson. Their team still as good as last year. They didn't really lose anyone, and they only got a year older. Like they're them aging is good because of how young that team is. But then O Central. I am going, I'm still sticking with this after seeing how their offense was over the weekend, but as I mentioned, four games, five games. Can't really take that into account for too much. I'm still sticking with the Milwaukee Brewers. Even though the Cubs put up great ABs against Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, all Cy Young candidates last year, the Braves still have elite pitching, and the back end of their bullpen with Devin Williams, Josh Hader. All they need to do is score a couple of runs a game, and they should be fine. And then Old West, probably the most cupcake pick out there, the Los Angeles Dodgers. They added Freddie Freeman this offseason. They're only getting older. They added Craig Kimbrell as their closer. And they... I don't see them losing the division this year. <laughs> they, they lost it last year to the Giants. Still think the Giants are going to be decent. I just don't see the Giants being the best record in baseball back-to-back years. Okay. Are we doing wild-card predictions as well? Yeah, we'll do it after the division. Okay, okay. So we'll, we'll do NL. We'll, we're doing the division winners. Then we'll do wild-card. Then we'll go to the opposite. Do those division winners, wild-card. Okay, fair enough. So uh, that's tough. And uh, every this one, I feel like this year is going to be tough. Just in the thing about baseball is, like you said, some teams had a bad opening week, maybe first two series. The first month of baseball might be bad, and then teams turn it around and they get very streaky. We see it with the Giants, Cardinals. A lot of times end up competing every single season because they find the right time to get hot. In the NL East. I love Atlanta. Atlanta is my second team, always has been growing up. I want to stick with Atlanta, but I don't want to have the same picks as you, Healy. So I am going to go out on a limb here and say the team that finished second in the a- in the NL East by, I believe, six games, Philadelphia Phillies are my pick in the NL East. They added Schwarber. They they actually have a plethora of bats outside of the obvious. And I felt like their pitching did okay. Their pitching was so-so last year. And in an NL East where if you win 90 games, you probably might end up taking the division. 90, 92 games. And I think Philadelphia has what it takes. They've competed. Uh, I think Bryce Harper has got to eventually compete in the playoffs. Not just to solidify his career, but to kind of like get the recognition outside of what we know and think of him as. Kind of like what Mike Trout, right? We need Mike Trout in the playoffs, and I think this year is the year for Bryce Harper. Um, and I know they started off the season hot through three and one. Run differential is not much in that season in the first four games, but again, that doesn't really mean much. NL Central, I'm sticking with Milwaukee on this one. As good as the Cubs look, as you know, good as St. Louis has looked, Milwaukee to me is still the better pick. Offense will eventually get it going. The pitching is there. Uh, I, I my pick is still with Milwaukee, even though they killed my uh, parlay on opening day. 
In the West, uh, that's obvious. Do, I don't know if we have to pick the NL West for the next couple of seasons, but give me the Dodgers there. They're going to take it. They're going to win 95 games. All right. For the wild card teams, this year there's three wild card teams. So, yeah, there's an extra team. I am going with the New York Mets. I think their team is great. They did lose to Grom for a little bit. That hurts their division chances. That hurts their World Series chances. I would like to see DeGrom play the remainder of the season when he's healthy. But we'll have to see based off his previous history. Second team I'm going with is the Giants. I mentioned I don't see them having the number one win total in baseball back-to-back seasons, but I still think they have a solid team. They picked up Carlos Rodon. He's a big addition to their rotation, even though they lost Kevin Gosman. I think their team's solid enough to where they will be good. And then the third team, I'm going with the Phillies. I think they're okay. an okay team, but due to the, how good their lineup is, I don't think they will struggle too bad throughout the year the problem is going to be their bullpen and if their starters can hold up another year like they have Aaron Ola, they have Zach Wheeler don't really know the other guys in the rotation <laughs> at the moment and that's kind of a problem and then their bullpen like if they're allowing 10 run or if they're scoring eight runs a game but their bullpen's allowing 10 and their rotation's allowing 10 you're not going to win games so I think the I think the Phillies are good enough though to make the postseason, especially with this third additional team. Yeah, yeah. The wild card's gonna be fun. It's gonna be this is a toss up. This is a toss up. I am definitely going Atlanta in the wild card, only because they were gonna be my divisional pick, but I gotta be different here in some way, shape, or form. I'm gonna go Atlanta. I'm going to go San Francisco, wild card, Carlos Rodon, awesome, awesome first game, even though he only pitched like five and a third or whatever, he had 12 strikeouts, he was doing it with the Southsiders. The third team, the third wild card team, a team that should be in it and very well could take the division as well is the Mets. So we essentially have the same teams, different divisional winners, different wildcard winners, but that is going to be my pick. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a couple other teams people might pick for theirs. Like there's the Cardinals, who I think could win the division if everything clicks. Jordan Hicks was listed as their fifth starter. I don't think he's a starter and that you need a full five in that sense if you want to compete for the division. I don't think he's actually going to play that starter role. I think he is just there to start the game. And then they're, they're, he's like the opener. And then people might uh, question why we didn't pick the Padres. I just don't think the Padres are really there. They have a lot of good names. They have a lot of cool names on their team with Yu Darvish. 
Mike Clevenger, Blake Snell, there, Manny Machado, Eric Hosmer's there. But Tatis is out for a couple months. That's going to hurt. Yep. And then I just don't think they're good enough at this point in time to beat out all those other teams. Yeah, that division is too overwhelmed. I mean, they're going to they're going to literally play and, and maybe maybe there are people who think the Dodgers won't take the division. Maybe they do have the Padres winning. I just look at the Dodgers winning so many games and the amount of games that are being played against the Dodgers by San Diego, by the other teams in the NL West. So I feel like hands down, though, though I don't I don't really see. I mean, again, the Padres are good, but I mean, you lose a guy like Tatis, who is definitely a game changer in many of games, late in games. Being out for what two months, almost maybe three. There's not really. There's a small timetable there. Yeah. So, and that could be key games that they lose by one run, two runs. That could have been a game where he steps in and draws key walks, key hits, key home runs. But they very easily could shut us up and be the best team in baseball as well, considering who they do have. Moving over to the American League. Do you want to do this one? I will start off with the I will start off with the American League. As tough as it is always with the AL East, it's never easy. They never make it easy because everybody wins 90 plus games. I am going to go with Tampa Bay take the division yet again. The team is they practically have the same team. I know didn't they trade away uh did they trade away Meadows this year? Am I going crazy? Like yeah, right before they the start Meadows of the season? To Detroit. Yes. And I mean, granted, besides him, they're still good. Uh they I mean, they're starting off hot again. It's still early in the season. Um my one of my favorite players so far in the last season, season and a half ish, two years maybe, Wander Franco. He I think is gonna be a huge game changer night in, night out. Um and as good as the Yankees are, as good as Boston is, and even Toronto. Toronto actually might. It's right now. I like Toronto, but I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay. I'm gonna stick with Tampa Bay just based on their recent success and and the young talent that they have in the AL East, AL Central. I'm going with the Sox again. That's my ride or die for the next two to three years. That's that's the window I assume they're gonna have. They look good so far. They looked good last year. They were hurt last year. They did lose Carlos Rodon, but I think they'll be okay. They're throwing Kopech, uh into the starting rotation. We're going to see a lot happening with the Sox. We're going to see a lot happening with them. Tough division. Cleveland, um, Detroit is a weird team that could potentially put up a lot of runs any given night. So, But we're going to stick with the uh, Southsiders there. In the AL West. I have my wants and I have what I would gamble on. You know, I want to see a team like the Angels compete. Texas, they had batter. Seattle's definitely a very competitive team. I don't see Oakland really uh, competing in that division, but of course I am going to go with Houston. I know that they have did have a departure with Carlos Correa and some others, but I am still going to go Houston in that division simply because that is a team that plays good baseball, minus the fact that they cheated in the recent history. They have proven that they can still compete every year uh, in that division. Okay. We have similar picks. 
Uh, my different pick is going to be starting off with the AL East, picking the Toronto Blue Jays. Their lineup is stacked. They lost Marcus Semien, but they filled it in nicely. We're getting another year older with Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette. They got Kevin Gosman after losing Robbie Ray. They picked up Kikuchi as depth. They have Jose Barrios there. Their bullpen is okay, but I think their lineup, their heavy-hitting lineup mixed with their starters is going to carry them to the playoffs and win that division. They're, they were a few games off last year. This year, I think they're going to do it in that department. Mm-hmm. The Central... I don't see there being a close race. The Twins, they're looking decent start the year. But I think the Twins are going to be, or the White Sox are going to easily win the division at the end of the day. They're just a little off. The Twins have to click and do everything perfect. They got to get hot at like for a month, and I think they could take it. But at this moment, it's the White Sox division to lose. And then the AL West. It's getting better, especially with the Angels and Mariners. The A's, not good. The Rangers, they're still a year off. The Houston Astros. I'm predicting them to make to win the West. You already mentioned the Carlos Correa departure. They get Justin Verlander back this season. Glad to see him back on the mound. Their lineup was ridiculous. Even last year, they had like Kyle Tucker hitting 7th or 8th. And he, he was, was incredible. phenomenal phenomenal he killed the Sox in that in that series i mean i when when i saw when i i mean as a fan i'm watching it and i i knew I, i'm pretty i'm pretty sure like our predictions for the playoffs last year i was like realistically the astros are probably gonna win like they are the better team i didn't expect them to hit the way they did i didn't expect the Sox pitching which they might have had like one good game i didn't expect a guy batting eighth to really do what he did in Kyle Tucker. So I still think that they're an incredible team. They, they have good coaching. They've, they, I, yeah, they're, they're the team. They're my team. They're one of my teams in the AL. Um, and now we got to give our wild card predictions as well. I'll go ahead and start with the wild card. We got three teams. This one, again, the AL, there's so many good teams. It's so tough. I still think it's going to be heavily, we're going to see a playoffs that's still heavily occupied by the AL East. So I am going Toronto. Again, that was a toss-up between Toronto and Tampa for the AL East. I do believe that we will see... Oof, man. This is such... This is probably the toughest. I I think we will see... <laughs> you heard it here first. Toronto, Boston, and the Yankees taking the AL wildcard. The whole AL East is going to be in it, minus Baltimore, which we don't even recognize really as an MLB franchise at the moment. So that that's going to be my prediction. And if that happens, that's going to be nuts because the likelihood is actually it's possible considering the AL East, every the top three teams win 90-plus games, it seems like, every year. I have very similar choices to you. I'm going Tampa Bay to make it, Boston to make it. I'm having the Yankees miss out. I think they'll finish. Their, I think they're going to continue their streak to finish above 500, which I don't know if you've known. They haven't finished below 500 in 
20 plus years. But wow. I think they miss out. I think the division is too stacked to where they're going to beat up on each other and they aren't going to get enough wins. And the Seattle Mariners are going to sneak in and end their playoff drought. They got Robbie Ray. Their team's clicking nice. Julio Rodriguez is now up. Elnick should bounce back. And by them playing in the West, they go up against the Rangers a ton. They go up against the Angels a ton. They go up against the uh, Rangers, A's, and Angels a lot. Then they're going to face all the AL Central teams, which are the Indians, or the Guardians, my bad. The Guardians, <laughs> the Royals. They could s- steal some wins from the, the Twins. And NL-wise, I think, I think they play the NL East. So, unfortunately, they are going to have a tough interleague schedule this year. But they could win some games there. And I think they, they barely make it in over the Yankees. It could be a game difference, two game difference. I mean, they won. They were a 91 team last year. Arguably the biggest surprise last year was that team. Because I think the trajectory for them was not 2021. I think it was like 2022, 2023, especially with some of the names you mentioned. And now that they've shown that they can compete, they got key pieces. Robbie Ray, never know what kind of Robbie Ray you're going to get. It's a guy who strikes out a lot of batters, sometimes has rough games. But Seattle, as you mentioned, I didn't even think about the fact that look at who they're facing in their division because that was um, one of my arguments for the uh, the NL West with the Dodgers going up against some of these other teams so many times that they're going to lose to or that they would end up beating. That'd be nice. That'd be nice to see Seattle in, in the playoffs. I think that they're a fun team to watch. Now with our division winners and wild card teams out of the way, we are going to go through our World Series matchup and World Series winner. Do you want me to begin or do you want you to go? I'll tell you what, you give me your matchup, I'll give you my matchup and my victor, and then you can go ahead and you can announce okay. your, your, let's go that route. I think, I think we're going to have two different, two different uh, matchups here. Okay. My matchup is going to be... If they can make it to the playoffs and they're they're healthy for the most part, I think it'll be New York Mets against the Toronto Blue Jays. That would be a damn fun baseball like, series. If you go to the playoffs with DeGrom being back, you have Max Scherzer, you have that lineup that includes Starling Marte, Mark Hanna, Eduardo Escobar, Jeff McNeil, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, Brandon Nimmo, James McCann behind the plate. Dominic Smith is going to hit a lot of names. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we both had them going to the playoffs. That's a good, that Blue Jays in the World Series is going to, would be fun. The Mets, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Mets eventually have to make it. I mean, they've invested so much into the talent that they have. The addition of Max Scherzer, I, all right, so mine is definitely going to be different. I believe this is the year the White Sox pull it off. I think Lucas Giolito's going to, assuming he's healthy, I know he left the first game he was pitching, wheeling and dealing, was an, a nice change of pace for Lucas Giolito, who had some rough starts last year. I know he does get himself into some rough starts, if you will, but I, I just have a feeling that 
while if they're healthy, because health is going to be like you said for the Mets, if the White Sox stay healthy, their key assets, Jose Abreu, Eloy, who is on fire already, he's got like seven ribbies to start the season. Lewis Robert. I'm trying to think of who the X factor is really going to be on this White Sox team, but I feel like if those guys can can and Yoan, if Yoan Moncada can actually be the Yoan Moncada of the 315 batting average, maybe hit 20. We don't even need a lot from him. Play good defense in the corner of the field there. I I think the Sox can be a World Series team, and maybe I'm wearing my fan cap, maybe I'm crazy, but I just feel like they have an easy division, so that's a cakewalk, versus some of these AL teams that we are predicting that don't have the cake the cakewalk that the Sox have. So we'll see. Of course, the Minnesota Twins could end up being sneaky. And in the NL, so we're going to have White Sox against... In the NL, I am going to go with... I'm going with the LA Dodgers. I hate to see it. I hate to pick it. I just... I can't see the Dodgers not competing for another title, another World Series title. With the team that they have, with arguably... I don't even know what, what the equivalence of this of this roster is. Do we compare this to the 2011-2012 Miami Heat? I don't know. The 90s Bulls? I don't know. This is comparable. But baseball, that's the thing I love about baseball compared to it's like sports the 1913, like <laughs> It's like the 1921 <laughs> New York Yankees. New York Yankees in the 20s. I mean, but that's the thing about baseball, though. We see it. We see it all the time with these teams with heavy payroll. They go out. They spend all this money. They get the best players in the league. And they become, even though the players put up the numbers, they just, when it comes to crunch time, you have teams like the Giants. You have teams like the Rays. You have these teams that just play damn good baseball. They don't need to be flashy. They don't need to put up the best numbers. Just play good baseball. Limit your defensive errors keep the pitching at a at a at a good pace and scouting i mean scouting's key in baseball we see it all the time so uh, but i am going dodgers Sox in the world series you're picking the white Sox to win i am picking the white Sox to win i will be celebrating at the end of 2022 i'm gonna let my boss know i'm calling off work i had a schedule i don't know what the date is but i'm calling off but we're gonna celebrate not on the south side, though. <laughs> Maybe we might have to, but that's cool. Yeah, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but I have the Blue Jays winning it over the Mets, though. I can I think, see that series, and I th- I, I, I'm I with you on that. I just think that the lineup, as great as like the Mets are, and they would have to be hot going into the playoffs, especially to make the World Series over probably the Dodgers. The Blue Jays, I just think they have more power and more they're more dangerous. They're yeah. And we saw what they did last year. And as you mentioned, another year older. What, how old's Vladdy? Isn't he only like 22, 23? Is he even that old yet? <laughs> I think he came into the league at like 20, 21. He is 23. He just 23 turned 23 years 23 in March. I think he's ready. He's taken the leap already. He's taken the leap, and I'm not going to say he's going to have a better career than his dad, 
But if I had to assume and guess just based on growing up and watching Vladimir Guerrero with the Expos and the Angels, like the amazing career he kind of had in a short span, I think that Vladdy Jr.'s uh, on his way. I'm expecting multiple 50 home run seasons. And the roster around and that's the thing, it's not even about him. The whole roster around him sick. Sorry, Mets fans, but if that matchup does happen, my money's going on Toronto. And maybe I would maybe I'd lose my money, but I like Toronto in that series. This might be the first time that we've had like different matchups, which is good. It's good having parody in sports. Absolutely. Different in the sense that it's two random teams that haven't really competed in a long time, and also like different our views on it, our predictions. So as later on in the season, we'll we'll towards the end of the season we'll do like MVP, we'll do you know all that all the other awards, NL, AL, Cy Young, all that fun stuff. That's too early. I can't predict any right now. There's too many guys in the league that can win it. I can probably name 20 guys that I know for a fact are going to compete for it. And there's going to be names that we wouldn't even expect. I only know one guy who's going to win the NL Rookie of the Year. And it's going to be Seiya Suzuki. AL Rookie of the Year is up for grabs with with Spencer Twerkelson, Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt Jr. AL Rookie Jr. I think uh, I think you're right I think he started off hot I don't think the Cubs I don't remember his at bats have been great to his patience and being able to and he's walked quite a few times too his on base percentage is nuts hey the Cubs might be onto something the Cubs might be honest fans might be mad that they didn't you know Spend all this money, but you never know. The Brewers what pitching. A- I was hearing on the Brewers broadcast when I was watching them play the Orioles yesterday, but they were talking about how they weren't ready for the contact and at bats that they faced when they played the Cubs. Uh, with Corbin Burns, he got he took the loss day one. Woodruff took the loss day two. Peralta didn't get a win, but he. He didn't pitch too great. And he was saying how, like, when you have Nick Madrigal and Nico Horner and a lot of guys in the lineup, they're following off pitches, extending at-bats, making contact. Last year with Chris Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, it's like home run or bust. Yeah, that's how it's been the last few years. I, uh, Corbin Burns. I don't think I forgot what the stat was. He walked two batters in the first inning this year, but what was it last year? He didn't walk a batter in like his first 10 innings or something. 58. Oh, okay. 58. It's like first 10 games. Wow. That's nuts. Or he struck out 58 batters before he walked someone last year. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was the stat. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I took, I took Milwaukee on my parlay. I was like, I'm going to, it's open it whole, you know, I told Opening you, day. you still lost it with one of them. For sure, that one. Oh, and uh, Cincinnati yeah, take, uh, beating Atlanta. Tony other... getting the save. Yeah, Tony Santion. Yep, I saw that. Tyler Stevenson, did he go yard that game, or was it the following game? He it was went yard sun, in one of those games. One game over, it was probably Sunday, I think. 
couple of guys, if you don't know that part of the Reds organization that we had on the podcast, awesome people. Make sure you check out those episodes. Their names are in the title. We've had some benches cleared. We've had we've had some some shit happen in the and so far in the first week of baseball, and I'm excited. Competition is crazy. A lot of I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't understand. Like, it's like stuff carries over from the year before. There's grudges. This is what makes baseball fun. Besides the fact that baseball is already fun, the entertainment value goes up there. A lot of teams competing, and I am ready. I'm ready for it. I need to go to a game, but I, I'm going to probably give it a couple weeks. We'll be going. Myself and Healy will be going. We'll be, we're going to be going to the south side. We're going to be going to the north side. We do it big. We go both ways. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's that. <laughs> I'm already going to game number two this week. Two games in two weeks. I think I'm on pace to beat the 15 or 16 I had last season. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Definitely think so. So that's, that's our, our predictions, that's predictions for MLB. It's time to talk some basketball. We don't really have any football, so we'll talk basketball in the episode. It's it's jam-packed with predictions. I really wish I completely forgot to like go back and listen to what we predicted early on in the season. I really wish I did just to see how the, the division rankings turned out. I know for a fact, Boston for both of us was like sixth or seventh. I remember that one. I remember yeah. Philly was like in the middle and we had the Bulls at like fourth. I know for yeah. a fact we had Milwaukee. I think I up may there. have had Philly missing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, or the Clippers. I mean, well, the Clippers were without Hawaii. Hawaii this whole season and Paul George for most of it. I think I had yeah. the, I think I had Philly all, like missing or they were very low. Yeah, you did. You definitely did. I or think I had Boston them low them. and I had Boston missing. Yeah, I can't remember. We weren't prepared for this one, guys. But we are prepared for our predictions. We watch I watch a lot of basketball. We just know the Lakers didn't finish first or third. That did, yes. They actually were like one of the last remaining teams to not make it obviously that's a whole conversation i feel like any analyst podcaster there's not enough time in a day to 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 really dissect the lakers problems and what they should do moving forward that needs its own 30 for 30 how the 2019 lakers was better than the 2022 lakers 2021 2022 lakers but playoffs are here the play-in started today the nets we're dominating the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's the seventh and eighth seed. They only won by seven points. The Cavs really put man the second half. They they. It's I, probably Darius empty. Garland is good. It's probably empty scoring late in the game. Yeah, they outscored them by seven. Actually, you know what? The Nets outscored them by twenty in the first. And every quarter after that, Cleveland outscored the Nets. But that 40-point quarter was huge. We saw Kyrie Irving almost shoot 100% in the first half. Kevin Durant only missed like one or two buckets in the first half. They shot very efficiently. When they get Ben Simmons back and there's rumors that he will be back, that's a dangerous team right there. Clippers and Timberwolves are playing right now. I have my prediction on that. 
I don't see how the Timberwolves lose to the Clippers. I don't understand. I still don't understand the dynamic of the Clippers and how they're even in the playoff talk. They're like a scrappy team. They are. Defensively, they're pretty good. They did get Paul George back, which we know Paul George. A lot of people hate on Paul George because, yes, he doesn't get all the way the job done in the playoffs, but we know Paul George, when he's on, is one of the best in the game. When he is on, arguably one of the best shooters, one of the best at getting to the bucket. So we'll see, but I like this Timberwolves team. But let's let's give our predictions for the playoffs we'll do. Let's do um, the conference finals. So we'll do the East and the West, and then we'll do our finals matchup with finals winners. Okay. With that being said, let's start with the Western Conference. The Western Conference filled. We know Phoenix finished number one seed, one of their best finishes in the history of the franchise. I don't even think Steve Nash got this many wins. Maybe he did, but definitely a fun team no, to watch. No, this is a record. Record. This is their record. They had a franchise record season, and not a lot of people talked about it. Not a lot of people. T- yeah, and and they're they're a great team. They're a great team. So they finished number one. Yeah, Memphis finishing number two. More, I feel like more eyes were on Memphis because they were not even supposed to finish, I don't think, in anybody's top four. John Morant had a hell of a season. In the West, I do believe that the conference championship is going to be Phoenix versus... Give me Phoenix and Memphis. This That's is a it. weird One, like, bracket. It's weird because like if you look at the bracket and how it's going to break down, and of course I can't see who's going to play who, I just know Phoenix and Memphis won't see each other until the conference finals. I, I feel like I want to say Golden State might be a wild card team. Yeah, Golden State would be facing Memphis second round if they win. Yeah. I, I'm i going to say, you know what? I'm changing it. I'm going Golden State versus Phoenix in the in the conference finals. I, I love Memphis. I just don't think that they have the experience that Golden State has. So I'm going to go Phoenix versus Golden State in the conference finals, the Western Gold- Conference finals. Golden State going to be healthy. I mean, they're without Wiseman, but Clay Thompson's playing. His shooting looks good. Andrew Wiggins is playing. They got Draymond back. Curry Steph Curry. Out. Steph Curry is out. He's returning to practice this week. So I guess that's going to be the deciding factor. If Steph Curry doesn't come back, then, of course, I'm going to go Memphis. But my assumption is with Steph Curry's timetable to come back, they have their first series is against Denver, which could be a sneaky team. I don't know really if Jokic can do it all. Murray probably isn't coming back. We don't know the status of Murray yet. Still without MPJ. So let's let's just say Steph Curry healthy. I'll have Golden State and Phoenix. Yeah, this is uh I <laughs> actually looking at the bracket. There's there's not like any powerhouse team in the west i feel like the east is harder to 
choose this year with how many good teams are in the East? I don't know. Is this wild to say that the East is better than the West this season? There's more top loaded teams. There's more better teams. Yeah, if I if that makes sense. Okay. Out of the West, though, I think Phoenix, with how good they've been, they easily win their first round matchup. Their second round matchup, we know Utah's fraud and Luka's out. Played in the last game. He got hurt. It's not looking yep. too decent for him. He was to supposed play. to be suspended for that game. Oh, yeah, because he got his technical. Yep, and then it got removed. And so, look, that's karma. <laughs> So I think Phoenix will win out of that side of the bracket. I really want to pull for Jokic and Denver to make the conference finals. I really do. It's just, I don't think their team's good enough. They've had injuries. We haven't seen everyone come back from that team. Golden State, I just don't see it with Steph Curry being a little hurt. I get they're cool, but I did go see them lose by 40 points to the Bucks. <laughs> earlier this season and i they don't have that special it factor that they once were did have so i'm gonna pull through with memphis i think they're more scrappier team they have john morant but they don't have like dedicated superstars on that team they That's play true. very good team basketball and i see them coming out of into the western conference they also were 30 and 11 at home really good and they're going to have the home court until at least the Western Conference Finals. Good East. Pick. We will, uh, so I think Brooklyn is already the seventh seed. They're facing Boston. And I think Atlanta or Charlotte went out and finished with the, eight, the eighth seed. I don't see whatever team that makes that eighth seed spot making it out of the first round. I am going to go with Milwaukee and Miami as my conference finals picks out of the East. I just don't see if Philadelphia matches up with Miami. I think their defense is too strong. I think they have a better built team compared to Philadelphia, who is heavily relying on James Harden to pick up the slack, and Joel Embiid to continue his dominance that he's having. Yes, I I have to agree with you there. I With Brooklyn, the fact that they might get Ben Simmons back, I know a lot of people hate on Ben Simmons, but I'm telling you, he makes a lot of teams way better just speaking on the defensive side of things. If that point differential changes with the addition, even, even without him, you have Kyrie Irving playing like probably his best basketball I've ever seen. One of his best. Playing at home now. He plays every home game. No COVID restrictions, none of that. Or vaccine restrictions, whatever you want to call it. Durant, we know what Durant does in the playoffs. He's been there, done that. He's played way better teams than what he's going to see in this playoffs. The only thing about that is Boston can be a little bit of a headache. Marcus Smart's playing good. Jason Tatum scores the ball against Brooklyn extremely well. Jalen Brown, obviously. So it all depends. I think Boston has a good, might be give them a tough time, but I am going to go 
in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going to say Milwaukee is going up against... Will Milwaukee... Ooh, this is tough. Because Milwaukee can't face Brooklyn. Is that correct? Correct. It would match up in the second round. Oh, man. That's tough. If all, like, the good teams advance, you'd have Miami versus Philly, and then Milwaukee against Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Give me Miami against... Milwaukee, I think Giannis is gonna he's gonna work his way back towards at least the conference finals. With that being said, the NBA finals matchup. This one's gonna be tough, but I do believe we are gonna see. I believe we're gonna see Milwaukee back in the finals. And I believe that we are going to see them against Phoenix again. I think we're getting yep, the same rematch. matchup as last year. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to see it. But I do feel like Phoenix this year has proven to be a way better team than what they were last year. Obviously, you, they made it to the finals. That's a good argument. But we saw along the way they had an easier route to the finals in the playoffs. Injuries. Anthony Davis got hurt in their series. Faced... The Clippers, Kawhi's out. Paul George was like the only guy. There was really nothing going on there. There was not a whole lot going on. Milwaukee just got Brooke Lopez back. Doesn't seem like much, but you add another big man. Bobby Portis averages 15 points a night, which is good support considering you have Chris Middleton and um, Giannis scoring the, the, at any given point. And I just don't, I love Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn. I don't know. I like I'm torn right now because I feel like Brooklyn could win. I felt like Brooklyn played very good basketball against Milwaukee. But then you factor in other pieces like Drew Holiday, who stepped it up the last few months. He's been scoring lights out. I just feel like Milwaukee overall is as good, if not better than what they were last year. Giannis is another year older in the middle of his prime. And I know a lot of people say he's not that talented. Well, stop him. He's starting to develop a three ball. The dude's shooting almost 30% from downtown. He's his free throw percentage in some games. He shoots damn good. And I I'm going to go Milwaukee versus Phoenix. Phoenix, obviously they Phoenix just plays good basketball. They just play. You have Chris Paul facilitating Devin Booker this year had many games where he had takeover. Argument for MVP, obviously. I don't think he should win, but that's my finals matchup. Keely, what do you got? I have the same. I just think Milwaukee-Miami matchup well on paper, but Miami just doesn't have the the one guy that can go out there and drop a bunch of points like Milwaukee does with Giannis. You're talking about Brooklyn. I'll go back to that as well. I think overall milwaukee just has a better has a more solid squad 
I kind of talked poorly of how Giannis's game was in the playoffs last year, but it was efficient. We saw him drop 50 points in the finals. It is tough to stop them from scoring buckets and to score on them on, when they're on defense as well. Yep. Brooklyn, they would just have to play lights out. Both him, KD and Kyrie are going to have to score 40 points a game. And you, if Ben Simmons does come back, then I think there's a toss-up there. Yeah. P.J. Tucker isn't with Milwaukee this season, so that could be a difference because he was on KD all that series. But I think Milwaukee will make it back, and then Phoenix, they just seem to be the best team out of the West. Devin Booker, he's a lot better. He's an MVP-type candidate. Is he going to finish top three? No, he won't. But there's a lot of discussion about him being a top guard on defense, and his scoring was better this season. Their whole team in general is good. So I think it's going to be a rematch. Who's your pick? Thinking about it right now, though, I might have to lean Phoenix takes it this year. It's tough. I think this is a. I think Phoenix needed to lose last year to have a chance this year. It's like one of those things where if you don't fail, you can't succeed. You get slapped around. I just the way they're it's fluent. It, I think of their bat their their game of basketball is like a very. It's just fluent. It flows so well. I still think. Milwaukee has what it takes in Giannis because I don't know who's going to stop Giannis in the league. Nobody can stop Giannis. That's why he scores 30, 35, 40 on any given night. If they can somehow slow down Giannis and hold him to a 27 point night, which is crazy to think that that's a slow night and Devin Booker can match him scoring. They they can take them to seven games this time. They took them to six. Obviously, because they won the first two games. Yeah. I don't see them. I don't see them losing out if they lose or losing if they win the first two games again. But I'm going to go Milwaukee. Finals champion, Finals MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. I think I think the series would be close between Phoenix and Milwaukee if back. It's not going to be as dominant of a performance. I forgot it was six games. I thought it was five, but that's just how dominant Milwaukee was the last four games of that series. It was, yeah. I just, that Giannis is an X factor. We're going to talk about it in 20 years. We're going to be like, dude, you remember Giannis? Kids are like, oh, this guy was way better than Giannis. Whoever it is at the time, like, no, you don't understand. This is, this dude had one move to the, to the bucket and nobody could stop it. Literally, this guy Euro stepped from one like Europe to to the states. Literally, his Euro step is crazy. His strides are crazy, and nobody can stop it. He's as strong as anybody out there. And you factor in the fact that maybe you'd start to step up because now you're like, well, maybe he will start hitting a three pointer a game. He's not afraid to take the shot. I mean, you got to let him shoot because percentage wise, he. He's not likely to hit it, but 30% pretty, it's not bad for a guy his size. And you factor in the other pieces. They did go out and grab Serge Ibaka, who's going to come off the bench, play 
nice role player minutes. Grayson Allen is starting to step up in his position. Chris Middleton obviously is a bucket getter. Drew Holiday has been distributing pretty well. I like Bobby Portis. I like Bobby Portis a lot. So I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we get a different finals. I hope we get a maybe a Philadelphia versus like Memphis. Memphis. That would be sick. That would be so dope because it's different teams. <laughs> Philly versus Denver. <laughs> that would be odd. I hope Jamal Murray's back if that happens or Michael Jokic, Porter Jr. Or Jokic both. versus Embiid. That would be nuts. The battle of the Titans, the big centers. That would be monumental. That would be a very monumental matchup right there. Jokic probably going to win MVP. Dude did it without one of their star players. He got to where they're at. So I like Jokic. Could be. I, I, Embiid's got to win one in his career, you would think, though. Yeah, no doubt about it. But anyways, that is our predictions. Let us know who you think is going to be victor. Who's going to be in the finals? Who's your finals pick? We're going to put a poll out. We're going to put a poll out. I'm going to put a poll on Twitter when we know the official playoff bracket, not the play-in. And we're going to put the teams in there. We're going to put the teams in. Pick your team. I want to know who everybody is rocking with. I have a feeling it's going to be Phoenix. I feel like the culture and social media, I feel like, is rock has been rocking with Phoenix for a while. I do think Phoenix is a very good team, but obviously you guys know Milwaukee's my pick. So check us out on social media, SR Only Pod. We're everywhere. Search us up. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch the video on Spotify now. Make sure you check us out, Standing Room Only Podcast. I am iGoose with four O's. We have Healy as well. Yeah, you can follow me at the Healy 6 on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.